Two Sides of Trump, Today on the World. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, candidate Trump wants to ban Muslims from entering the U.S., but when he's doing business in Dubai... You could see Donald Trump palling around with his good Muslim friends over there saying great things about Dubai and, and Muslims, and then he comes to America and he demonizes Muslims to get votes. Plus, a young French climate activist reacts to the Paris attacks. This attack made me realize that all of these problems are intertwined and it's even more important that we come to an agreement. And a Somali student remembers her first meal in the U.S. I remember eating chicken for the first time. <laughs> and I remember the feeling and I, could, I remember what it smelled like when I first came to America. That was the first food I ate. It's all ahead on The World. There's no question what today's water cooler story is across America. It's GOP presidential candidate Donald Trump and his call to ban all Muslims from entering the U.S. Trump's been roundly criticized for that statement. Today, White House spokesman Josh Earnest called it toxic and said it should disqualify Trump from being president. But if you think Trump hates all Muslims, Dean Obidala says you haven't heard the whole story. Obidala is a comedian who also writes for the Daily Beast. His latest piece is titled Trump Only Loves Rich Muslims Who Give Him Money. It details some of the moguls' business deals in the Middle East. He has done, most recently, a huge, massive development in Dubai. Last year, he was there with Hussein Zajwani from Damak Properties, and you could see Donald Trump palling around with his good Muslim friends over there saying great things about Dubai and great things about Hussein and, and Muslims. He's saying that to, to make money, and then he comes to America, and he demonizes Muslims to get votes. So to me, it's the worst form of hypocrisy, and it's even dangerous because the rhetoric of Donald Trump can inspire hate. So I wanted to just point out the hypocrisy of Donald Trump. You mentioned Dubai. Uh, today, Damak Properties, Dubai company, has commented saying it separates Donald Trump, the presidential candidate, from Donald Trump, the investor. It seems to try to, in a neutral way, say that they're not going to comment on his personal or political agenda. Well, it's too late for them because they already started marketing the million-dollar Trump homes. They started marketing them a few months ago. They're called Trump Private Mansions. They're in Dubai. It's touted as the most exclusive address in Dubai, which already is exclusive inherently. It's starting at over a million dollars a pop, going over $10 million. And the Trump golf course is the centerpiece of that. They're having a tough time. There's articles in the Dubai media where people are saying, why would I want to buy something with the name Trump on it with this anti-Muslim bigotry? Donald Trump's talking about vetting Muslims that come to this country. But at the same time, we don't know what the vetting process he did for his business partners in the Middle East. Let's keep in mind, his partners can openly give money to Hamas. They're not listed as a terrorist group under the United Arab Emirates designation of terror groups. We view Hamas as a terrorist group. He also counts Qatar Airlines as a major tenant in Trump Tower. You know, Qatar is a state which considers Islam its official religion, and its airline rents from him and has its corporate campus there. He has a few members of the royal Saudi royal family who are current and former tenants in apartments in his development. Have you heard any reaction from these kinds of people? No, not yet. But I think it really goes to the point and just continues to corroborate it, that Donald Trump will make money from anyone. He doesn't care who he's getting the money from. Now he's saying just a few months ago, his company is looking at developing hotels in Saudi Arabia, as I know in my article, and in Qatar. Saudi Arabia obviously has human rights issues. The way they treat women is horrific. Qatar has openly funded Hamas and let the leaders of Hamas live in their country. So when he's talking about Muslims, 
and having issues with them, and we don't know if they're good or bad or not. Apparently, he doesn't care if they're making money for him, but he only cares because it plays the GOP base, which is an alarming base. I mean, 30% of Republicans in a recent poll think Islam should be made illegal in this country, 30%. And it's not a coincidence that he's around 30% in the Republican polls. You are, in in some ways, first and foremost, a stand-up comic, and you often talk about, um, you know, being Muslim in the U.S. and and misunderstandings. How do you use comedy to kind of talk about your own reactions to this? To me, the most obvious thing that would be ripe for comedy is the fact, how will he figure out if someone actually is a Muslim when they go to the airport and try to come to America? Will he make them eat a bacon cheeseburger or or do a shot of Jägermeister? Um, I mean, it's so over the top, it's almost inherently comedic. And I think Donald Trump, he started as a punchline. He became almost a real candidate. Now he's returned to a punchline, but a much scarier punchline that should alarm all minority groups in this country, uh, all people of color, because he can turn on them just as quickly as he's turning on Muslims. Has Donald Trump responded to any of these contradictions that you and others have pointed out? No, Donald Trump won't. It doesn't.